0: Hi, this is Millie, and welcome to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you will find the validation and love you've been searching for. Like always, I want to welcome any new listeners. I hope that you get something from these podcasts. You get some validation, and to my loyal listeners, thank you for coming back, and I hope You enjoy this one. This one was an idea I got from someone I had been DMing with. So um, I hope that she listens. I'm going to let her know that I recorded a podcast. Before I start, I want to send out a message. And I haven't talked about anything. I don't go into politics or even COVID. But I just found out. People that I grew up with that I care about because of a birthday celebration for someone who is old and, and he deserved that celebration. Six people got COVID. Okay. So, And I don't know any details as of right now. I'm a little bit anxious because the person who told me I'm very close to this person and he, him and his fiance are having a baby. The reason I even found out was because they canceled a drive by baby shower that they had planned. And I, and, and the, whoever was putting it together the reason was COVID has affected our family and I freaked out and I texted him this morning. And as it turns out, because they celebrated a birthday, six people got COVID and out of those six, three have pneumonia. And I'm not still, I'm still not sure if he's in, there in the hospital. Um, guys, this is serious. Please don't let your guard down. Don't attend gatherings. Protect yourself and the ones you love. Okay? I have been a hermit and it's driving me insane for the last year. I barely go outside. And it, it sucks. Okay? I'm actually a very sociable person. I like to be with people. I like to meet new people and have good conversation. And I have been alone for the last year. Except for the lockdown period when my husband was home, which was actually great. Um, I've been alone. But you have to wear a mask if you go out. And do not go to places that are indoors where there are other people in close proximity. It is spreading quickly, this this new mutant strain. And I know that people say... Look at these statistics and look, look at this and look at that. I'm seeing it with my own two eyes, how it's affecting people. I'm just going to say this last thing and then I'm going to move on to the topic because it's a good one. Um One of my closest friends from a high school's mom passed away in early January from COVID. Okay, it's real. Okay, and forget the, the statistics. I'm seeing it. I don't need statistics to tell me something that I see with my own two eyes that affected half of a family, right? Six people in one family got it from one gathering. So people, please protect yourselves and protect those you love, okay? If there are young people that are going out and doing their thing, I know the teenagers are the ones that are (laughs) going out and not really believing in this and all that. You know, be very careful. You know, uh, be very careful. All right, enough of, of COVID. All right, so, so today's topic is actually a very good one because this person who DM'd me is, is dealing with um, cases of anger coming towards her over and over and over again. And why is she getting angry so much? Well, I can't really tell you her story exactly, but her question to me is, what do I do about this anger? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to start by saying that anger in and of itself is not an emotion, believe it or not, that means anything. Okay. Anger covers other feelings, covers up for other feelings, right? So when you react with anger, it's not really that you're angry most of the time, it's that you feel anger because you're hurt by the situation, you're fearful of the situation, and anger seems to be the easiest feeling to have. Not only that, but anger, I don't know if, if, if you've ever thought about this, but anger Gives you energy, right? And I know that, you know, when you're angry, sometimes we will punch, you know, something that's inanimate, you know, a pillow or the couch. Um, you may just scream it out. Anger is a very powerful emotion, but it's covering up for other emotions. And it's important to get through the anger so that you really know what's going on. Okay, so when it comes to us, anger is usually the feeling that you get right after you have realized that your parents are narcissists. You realized that everything they've done to you, you realize what they've done to you, because that's what that that's what the problem is. Is since our parent is the narcissist, they have made it so we don't see good, healthy family relationships. We don't go, we never went to other people's houses very much because they didn't want us to see it, right? Especially if we got a little older, right? You weren't allowed to stay over other people's houses. You don't want it. They didn't want you to compare. So you start to see um, what they did to you and how many things were, were really messed up. And that anger fuels you, Right? It fuels you to go no contact or to minimize the contact with the narcissist. That's, that's what I consider good anger. Okay. Because it's leading you in the right direction. But what happens when you're still in somewhat contact with a narcissist who is relentless, who is you know, really on the end of the spectrum of malignant narcissism. And even though you're trying to distance yourself, they're not really letting you do that. Okay. Cause you haven't put boundaries down that are hard enough because honestly, if, if you don't want to hear or see what the narcissist is doing, you can put down boundaries that are strong enough that you don't find out anything. Um, it's been over a year since I've heard anything about my parents. I started to realize that I needed to do that to cover myself, you know, in, in a ball of iron because the flying monkeys were bringing me information that was upsetting me and making me angry. Okay. And it's that anger that I I didn't want to get upset. I did. The point is, You shouldn't care what they're doing. These are people who are disordered, toxic, and we should not care if they're saying things about us. You just have to assume that they are. Because that's what they do. They do the smear campaign. They will tell anyone who will listen how awful you are and how great they are and how dare you do what you've done. How dare you say anything negative about them after everything they've done for you, right? You know, um, after I gave them money or I helped them with the down payment for a house. Congratulations, mom and dad. You did what most parents do as a gift with no strings attached. Do not ever feel uh, like you owe your parents anything. Your parents are there to do these things for you. That is part of parenting. Okay? And if they have given you money because you are in dire need for any situation, it should not have any strings attached. It should not be thrown in your face. But these people do that. Okay, so... You're feeling continual anger. You get triggered with anger constantly because you hear that the the narcissist is saying this about me or that about me or they're doing this or they're doing that or they're trying to get an army together to attack you. Whatever it is that, that, that they're doing. The only solution to that is put up the boundaries to stop hearing what they're doing and, and you know, finding out. And that's, that's a lesson I learned. I'm giving you, again, I, I try to give you a path to getting through this this horrific thing that we have been put in, that we were born into. And the path is usually no contact with the narcissist and no contact with any person who's willing to talk to you about the narcissist. Yeah. You have to cut people out that you, that you don't want to cut out, but if they are there and they're telling you, you should, whatever with the narcissist, you should mend fences. You should talk to the narcissist. You should try and no, no, I shouldn't. And the reason is they're out there doing a smear campaign and they won't stop. And that's why I'm not going to do it. Right. But you don't have to tell the person that. What you have to do is just put down the boundary and say, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to hear what they're doing anymore. I am not going to. And it's very, let me tell you, it's easier than you think to do that. When someone comes up to you in the street or calls you, if they call you and you know that they're in contact with the narcissist, my suggestion is don't pick up the phone. Don't listen to the voicemail because you're going to get angry. You're going to get upset. So the thing is, and I've said this before, but I think in this particular podcast, it is worth talking about again. You cannot control the narcissist's behavior in any way. You cannot control your neighbor's behavior or your friend's behavior or your husband's behavior, your wife's behavior. The only person that you have control over is yourself. You have to really understand that. Okay, because when I get those desperate DMs about my mother won't stop or my father won't stop, that is not something that I can help you with. I cannot help you make them stop. I can't make my own husband stop, (laughs) you know, and doing what... Ever his behaviors are. You can only change your perception or your behavior. If you cannot not hear what they're doing to upset you. If there's no way that you can stop that connection to them. Then the only thing you can do is change the way that you see it. That's the other solution, but it's it's a hard one because that's something that you really have to work hard at because it is still painful that your parent is saying these negative lies about you to other people. It's painful. So you have to learn to emotionally detach. Okay, Think of them as not human beings, but robots. And would you be insulted if a robot came up to you and called you names? No. Because it's a robot. Right? That's the only other thing. I. The only other advice I can give you to not feel the emotional reaction. But there's no guarantee that it's going to work. Because that's that's really work you have to do on your own. Practice emotional detachment. So... You know, you have to be aware of who is going to tell you what's going on. Um, Be aware that at any moment you're going to hear something. And be prepared to say, okay. And that's it. And and forget about it. That's the only other thing. There's nothing I can tell you here to make them stop. Because they're not going to. They don't want to stop. They like what they do. They enjoy it. That's supply, right? Knowing that they're getting to you is supply. And that's the most important. The number one basic narcissist rule when you're dealing with a narcissist, do not give them supply, regardless of your relationship with them, whether you're low contact, no contact, or in full contact. Now, you know what my opinion is. You've been listening to my podcast, most of you that are hearing this one. My opinion is go no contact and protect yourself from everyone who's in contact with them. If you are near them physically, stay away from anywhere that you think you're going to see them. Until you're strong enough to say, okay, if I run into them, I know how to behave. I know how to handle them. Right? But in the meantime, protect yourself. Do not go through this constant anger and, and emotional distress Based on the fact that you're still listening. You're still hearing what other people are saying. Okay. Now I know that I sound animated. I say that a lot. It's because I feel strongly about it. I don't want you to be hurt. Because of the narcissist actions. That you don't have any control over. The only control you have is. I'm not going to listen to this anymore. Or I have to remember that they are not well. They don't think the way I do. And in some cases, the the extreme of the narcissism spills over into different, maybe mental disorders, not just narcissism. But that doesn't even matter. This person is so disordered that I have to... Understand that what they're doing, I cannot take, I cannot internalize it. I cannot take it personally. And that's hard to do because it's your parent, no matter how you look at it. I've been able to, not every single day, but most of the time. I talk about my mother, but I don't see my mother I see just in my head, It's a, she's just a person who I don't have any connection to. That's how I see her now. She's just a person I don't connect with. And I don't plan on ever connecting with again. And I did the podcast uh, before this, I think was about, um, what happens if they get, so two, two podcasts ago, what happens if they get sick and you, are responsible, you feel responsible, um, my big thing is I don't want to be responsible for her, uh, if she's, you know, if my dad dies first and she's alone and she doesn't drive and all that, because I just don't feel anything for her anymore, this is not a good person. This is not someone that I would, under any other circumstances, if she had not been my mother, would, would have been in my life. So I don't want to have to deal with that or have to deal with anything else that comes from her. So you have to put up a wall. You do. Whether that wall is real as far as you block Everyone that talks to them, you block them from social media, from your phone, you send their emails to some, you know, spam folder, or if you emotionally just, you have to say, well, I know that they're going to do this and I have to accept it in this way. They're going to do it. I know they're going to do it, but it's not affecting my life in any way, shape, or form. Let them talk, because what other people think of me is none of my business. And that's something I've always said to you as well. What other people think of you is none of your business. Okay, well I hope that helped. If you're having, if you're still in contact, and you're getting angry at your parent over and over again, right? You're never getting past that anger phase because you're still in it. Either you have to get out of it completely or you have to protect yourself emotionally. And I'm going to end there. And I hope that this was helpful for this, this person as well as many of you. And this is why I do the podcast because I realized, wow, this is probably happening to a lot of people. Um... The, you know, getting, getting hurt over and over and over again. And the anger coming over and over again. So I'm sending you my love. I'm sending you good thoughts. I am sending you, um, health. Because that's what we need right now as a world. Is we need this pandemic to end. And we all have to play a part in it. And that is it. I will not talk about COVID again. All right, guys. I love you all. And until next time.